Hey, this is Melody, and this is Shannon, and you are listening to the NPOMG podcast. OMG. <laughs> How are you today? Doing fantastically. How about you? I can't complain. I'm excited. Good. What you excited about today? I'm excited because we are talking about something that I love. And what is that, Miss Melody? Consulting. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> give me my money. Tell yes. me about it. Tell me about it. So, you are a consultant. I am. Tell me a little bit about that. So yeah, I enjoy consulting for one. So consulting involves me working with organizations to develop their marketing and communication strategies. Mm -hmm. Usually it can be someone who's new, who started a nonprofit, you know, and they want some guidance on exactly how to get their marketing going. Mm-hmm. And then also it can be a veteran one who feels like they've kind of stalled some mm-hmm. and they aren't necessarily utilizing the strategies efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they feel like they may be wasting some money or not getting the traction that they want. So they kind of want me to come in and, you know, see what those pain points are. Right. OK. OK. Yeah. Okay. So you also consult. You've been consulting way longer than I have. <laughs> For like, a minute or two. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tell us about that. So I do consulting in fund development, of course, nonprofit organizations, fund development, grant writing, um, donor relations, even board training. Um, I started kind of consulting because um I'm a bit of a disruptor, and sometimes I don't <laughs> always agree with um, my particular leadership sometimes, but yeah. um, being a consultant allows me to use the skills um, and the expertise that I've gained over the years to kind of help other organizations. Yeah. Um, I, I really like consulting for small uh, nonprofit organizations who mm-hmm. don't really have the bandwidth and the funding to bring in someone full time, yeah. just to kind of get them set up with a good firm foundation for sustainability. That down the line they'll know how to hire, who to hire on a full time basis. Mm-hmm. But I really, really love it because I'm exposed to so many um, different nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've learned is that many of the um, the issues that they might have or areas of opportunity that they might be exhibiting, they sound the same. Mm. So it's kind of a um, reinforcement of kind of the the skills and experience that I've had to kind of be the person on the outside looking in to help them look at things a different way. Sometimes when you're so enrolled in that particular mission and vision, you're seeing things one way because you just have a trajectory. Yeah. And sometimes to bring in somebody else to go, but have you looked at it this way is really refreshing yeah. and very beneficial. So Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I've enjoyed it. Now, for you, you do um, marketing consulting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I know that a part of that is this social media piece yes. and this awareness and this storytelling. Yes. Now, tell me a little bit about how the industry the nonprofit sector looks at what you do right you know <laughs> literally like in 2018 as opposed to 2016 because things change fast absolutely yeah so <laughs> the challenge that, that I face for marketing with nonprofits is there's no budget mm, right yes there's now. no budget marketing <laughs> oftentimes is not especially when you're starting off mm-hmm. there is 
there's very little budget for marketing. If none. If none, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so the other challenge I find is that they often want their development person to also do marketing. Dun, dun, dun. No. Right, right, right. <laughs> no. Right, yes. And so, you know, there are organizations that can do that, and maybe it does it, does it well, but, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now, as a development person, I can totally attest to the fact <laughs> that that does not work well. Right. It <laughs> Get does in not. another person yeah. who is uber-focused on the awareness yes. and getting your message out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Take notes. Write yes. down. Write it down. <laughs> write right. it down. Get somebody who can get your message out the door. Yes. <laughs> Tweet it. Your Please. development person is not your marketing Absolutely person. Absolutely <laughs> not. Hashtag no. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's a big thing, you know, mm -hmm. budget. But I think nonprofits miss that with social media especially, mm -hmm. you can have a really small budget but make it go really Absolutely. far, you know. This is true. Mm -hmm. And so – I still find that nonprofits are so scared of social media. Yes. They don't mm -hmm. want to say the wrong things, mm -hmm. you know, so they don't necessarily want to take those chances. Mm -hmm. But they my, have to. Yeah. My experience is they're scared of it because they don't know how. Yes. And yeah. so that's the beauty of bringing in a you. Yeah. Because you can show them how. Right. You Absolutely. can start them off. You can yeah. give them a foundation. All those things that they talk about organically mm -hmm. when they're doing a pitch for even funding. Yeah. That is content for your social media. It definitely is. And it takes a little time. It does. Yeah. It, that's the thing for yeah. the nonprofits that I've worked with who don't make a budget for mm -hmm. awareness. Mm -hmm. um, my urging is make it priority yeah. because it it is time consuming yes right. but when you think about the time that if you bring in a, a an expert like yourself mm -hmm. to come in and do that as opposed to them trying to do it and eke it out yeah you could be doing something so much different and better Absolutely. with your time like you know prospecting and right. that and you have a subject matter expert that's coming in and managing your message absolutely and the thing is that awareness mm -hmm. supports development absolutely supports fundraising right we absolutely. talk about this all the we time we do what do we say <laughs> uh, awareness begets funding yes you know? absolutely yep, it really true. does awareness begets funding you can tweet that as absolutely. well absolutely <laughs> just think about that kids the more you know right <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, I think that nonprofits have to look at marketing in a very different way. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it, ha it has to be at the core mm -hmm. of driving their mission, of Absolutely. supporting their mission, you know, beyond mm -hmm. anything else. Because if no one is aware, and I like that you mm -hmm. use the term instead of marketing, but awareness, yes. right? Brand mm -hmm. awareness, awareness, right? Awareness, exactly. It's so vital. So mm -hmm. if they look at it as a core system to mm -hmm. their business because it's a business it we a say business. this all the time right, That's right. Um, then they can really know that it's a driving force for supporting their program right. supporting their exhibits at their museum whatever just all of these different components of it so. absolutely and what I think nonprofits should know as well is yes it is a little bit difficult as you're um, pursuing funding yeah. to find that line item mm -hmm. but um 
I'm here to tell you there is funding that supports programmatic efforts. And in order for folks to attend your program, complete your program, awareness is actually a piece of that funding. Yes. So it, um, it, it will require you to look at your funding and your budget in this different form, mm-hmm. but um, being willing to kind of look at your budget differently to allow for awareness. Absolutely. Um, Funders don't have a problem with that. They yeah. they need folks to know what you're doing if they're going to fund you. Um, they right. would like for people to right. to be able to know who you are, what you do, and especially if you're pursuing matching funds. Mm. If you're pursuing mm-hmm. matching funds and there's an, a funder that's going to fund you and then you have to raise the the other amount – Look at what that looks like. If people don't know what you're yeah. doing and in that match, then you'll never raise the funds for that match. Absolutely. So it would behoove you to make that a um, an intentional part of your budget is awareness mm-hmm. wherever you can place that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more inclined to try to place that in the program space, but wherever you can put <laughs> Whatever, it. Wherever, <laughs> right, yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for consultants, how do you self-care? Ooh, that's right? huge. That's yeah. huge because you can get it. you can get caught up in your clients, right? Mm-hmm. So, as a consultant, um, I had to when I first started, I wanted every client, anybody who would pay me, I would take it, and mm. I found myself. I was lucky. I had about nine. I was trying to juggle. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. No, that's not going to work for yeah. my lifestyle. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Like it's a lot going yeah. on. So I finally learned the self-care piece where Mm. I had to scale back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I ended some contracts, I did not renew um, because I just couldn't. I couldn't do my best work Mm -hmm. if I'm juggling nine nine different, very different types of organizations. So right now, particularly, um, you know, during certain times of the year, I will only take three or four. Mm -hmm. Um, At other parts of the year, I might go as many as four. Five, but mm-hmm. after I learned how to scale back, I don't think I would ever do uh, maybe more than six at a time, depending yeah. on the scope of work. Yeah, and it's because you can't do your best work um, right. as a consultant. You manage your own time. Mm-hmm. Um, many times you're working from you know your own home office right. or your location, um, and a lot of times your clients want you to be available for them, even though they're billable hours. Um, many times you don't necessarily set a set schedule. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, your client has you on retainer, they might call you at six o'clock in the afternoon because something happens and something has come up and that might result in a two hour conversation. Mm -hmm. And hey, that's that's two hours. That's billable time. But imagine if nine people did that. Right. In a day. Right. Or over the course of the week, they're just calling you or texting you or emailing you. And that's what I was faced with. Yeah. And I had to, for my own sanity, mm-hmm. um, for the sanity of those around me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, I had to I had to back it up. Yeah. And uh, what about you? Yeah. So I work a day job, too. Like <laughs> you actually have, like, I have a full time day job. Uh, right. Uh-huh. So consulting is my side hustle. Mm. So. With that, it's still a lot of Mm self-care, you know, because I'm not just going home after working and I'm done. You know, Mm -hmm. I have to really focus on now my clients' needs, my, you know. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to really, like, time block. Okay. I kind of use that a lot. Like, I time block a lot. And which is interesting because I'm not really... 
the structured kind of person, but it helps with my sanity, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm sure it helps my son. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's like enough already, you know, <laughs> so I do that. But then also I um, am really adamant about just decompressing. Okay. You know, that's mm-hmm. really important for me. And that can mm-hmm. look like in different ways, just hanging out with friends, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. watching a Netflix series. Right. I try not to start series though because <laughs> you get caught up. I get caught up, you, you caught know. Up. Yeah, um, but also I I do the I guess woo woo stuff as well. So mm-hmm. like you know I'm crystals and incense okay. and things like that. Okay. Like I'm totally okay. into all of that. Yeah. Um, but I also just um, know when to just call it enough. Like I listen to those mm-hmm. instincts that mm-hmm. happen. Like all right chill that's out enough. you know that's yeah. enough yeah and so but I also initially like I would do a lot of social media management for clients mm-hmm. you know and that's time consuming very time consuming that's time consuming yeah. so I've limited the number of clients I take that I manage their social media okay so now I'm more so like okay developing this strategy for them that they can then execute themselves that's a good idea you yeah. know so mm-hmm. that kind of like setting those tools giving them yeah. you know some key messages whatever Mm-hmm. And then putting it in place so that they can actually utilize that step by step. Right. You know, instead of me jumping in and trying to do it all. Right. Right. And yeah. that puts a lot less pressure on me. Yep. And then I can just like, okay, I did that. And again, it's that, okay, I'm a disruptor as well. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. So I, I love, you know, just coming in and saying, okay, well, you could do this a little bit better. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And you're, or you're missing this or you're really doing this really mm-hmm. well. So do this more. Mm-hmm. So I, um, yeah, I've started to just like, okay, project based things. Yes. Mm-hmm. More so mm-hmm. than just like taking it all in and being their marketing quote unquote, I'm using quotes mm-hmm. marketing person. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That makes so sense. So really driving home that I am a consultant. Right. So not, I am coming in. I am not an employee. Right. You know. Yeah. So there's rules and boundaries for both of us that mm-hmm. you know balance us out. That's good. That's yeah. good. It's um what it I think it boils down to is whatever works for you. Yeah. In your lifestyle, um, but you have to be willing to be intentional about looking at your lifestyle. It's it's um, all too often we get caught up in this. We have to do this. We mm-hmm. have. I used to put my so much pressure. I started consulting while I was a full time employee. Yeah. And I was picking up clients so fast that I would put these, and a lot of times I was putting these arbitrary expectations on myself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. even coming from the client because mm. they don't know what to expect unless you tell them. Right. So. It, but I did it, so oh, I got to go do this and I got to do that. But um, you know, you like you said, you listen to your gut, you listen mm-hmm. to your intuition, and you know what feels right and what's feeling comfortable. And yeah. if at the end of a week you're like completely drained and mm-hmm. can't move and can't, your quality of life starts to suffer, then you know it's yeah. time. So um, you know, we just I guess you know just encouraging you to to think about yourself yeah. in the same vein that you would think about a client. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you'd schedule time with yourself. Yes. And at the end of the day, it's very lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> right. Much more lucrative. So, yeah. um, you know, we it's the for me, I look at it like I'm worth this much an hour, which is far more than any of my clients could ever pay me. Yes. But I make sure that... Yes. I schedule time for myself. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, it manifests in every day. 
Yeah. So there are times I put my phone on do not disturb Mm -hmm. and it's just what it is. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Seven o'clock, eight o'clock. It's on do not disturb until seven or eight in the morning. Yeah. And that's just that. Mm -hmm. Same. Um, And then there are times you feel a little more motivated and you're like, oh, I got these great ideas and that kind of thing. And then I find myself kind of um, doing some chunk work at that time. I'll work a couple hours on this client, a couple hours on this client, a couple of hours on this client. And I found a tool that was an app that is a a time, um, kind of a time clock. Mm. So I put my clients in and I'll start it up when I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah. What app is this? Do you remember? It is... Time, don't get me the line, but it is called Hours Tracker. Hours Tracker. It is okay. called Hours Tracker. And it allows you to put in, you know, whatever your client or your project, and yeah. you just start it on your okay. phone. And Notice. you just work. Right. And so, <laughs> you know, it has helped a lot, and it has helped my clients because I'm able to just export, like, boom, there's those hours. I know that's right. <laughs> yes. So when it comes to invoicing, you don't have to that's like, right. guess, like, oh, wait, I did this for an hour and a half at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, your hours tracker has done it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to give our listener something else. Like, how do you get clients? Oh, that's a right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How, what, what tools or what strategies do you use to get nonprofit clients? So for me in the work that I do, it is a lot of networking. Yeah. Because I've been. You in are the everywhere. Industry, <laughs> I am nowhere. No, <laughs> but because I've been in the industry for many years in this area, mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of people mm-hmm. in the nonprofit sector. I'm also a member of the Association of Fundraising Professionals, which, you know, represents a lot of development professionals for different organizations in this area. But networking in those places helps me to just kind of, you know, still keep my ear to the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, I attended an event recently just on the strength that I like to go, not for any particular reason of networking. And I got, you know, a few cards followed up and it turned into like three clients Mm. within two or three days. Yes. Because I think that, again, because I've been in the industry for a minute, when folks want to start talking about their areas that are giving them a little bit of pain, Mm -hmm. I think they think that and and they kind of get a good sense that I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been there. Right. Dug deep. And so... um, you know, being able to kind of go in and help establish some fund development strategy. One, I'm doing just some basic board, yeah. you know, consulting. And, and it's, you know, really based on that executive director. You yeah. know, it's here's some tools you can find to shape your board. Yeah. That kind of thing. And then, of course, um, some different campaigns from mm-hmm. fundraising. So for me and what my particular, you know, area is, it's a lot of networking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do do a little social media. You would probably say it's not enough. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I will go a week and like not do anything. But the, 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 for me, I'm just kind of like, well, if I weigh what I get from the social media piece than mm, what I get right. from being out in yeah. person, my return is a lot more absolutely for the social media piece for me it's just kind of some awareness kind Mm -hmm. of you know this place of showing you know what I do I might throw out some hey here's some grants if you need a grant writer call me you know that kind of thing but the return on my time Mm -hmm. um is best from getting out in person yeah yeah so don't slap my hand I will not no one day I will hire if I can afford her (laughs) 
I will not. And the reason why I will not is because a lot of times my um, clients are referral. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's more. I will say this, like Shannon is a beast at networking. <laughs> and so I've learned so much from her about networking because I am personable, but I also can be really shy at times too. What? I am. I know. No, Plot twist. <laughs> um, and so there are times that I'm shy. Wow. Right? And so, um, but you've actually really helped me kind of like what? rethink the way I network, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? So, but a lot of my clients have been referral mm-hmm. and some of it has been social media too, mm-hmm. but and honestly, it's been referral. Yeah, referral. It, it really has. Yeah. Um, I can say with all honesty, I will gladly any day refer Mel to stuff. Oh, thank I you. I see stuff and I pick it up and the first thing I go is yes, I got a girl. I, yep. got, I know she a lady. She definitely does. She definitely <laughs> does. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, from a perspective of those who are consulting, yeah. Um, again, what works for you? Yeah. But I will say this and it's kind of to piggyback off what Mel said a little bit. You you get yourself a around folks that mm-hmm. you can you can refer mm-hmm. yeah. or you can say you know this networking place why don't we go and let me show you this yeah get yourself a person or two mm-hmm. that has a strength that you might not like i'm That's not right. huge on the referral thing but mm-hmm. i've learned more about even how to refer mm-hmm. when i hear what other people might want that doesn't fall into my realm mm-hmm. I got you. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not even a question, but it is um, around kind of surrounding yourself with other people who are consulting. Yeah, it's not always a competition. Right. Oh, we absolutely. Can help each other, right. For sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Collaboration over competition. competition. Right. Yeah. Hashtag that. Hashtag. Hashtag that. So um, again, I am Melody and I am Shannon. And thank you to list for listening to the NPOMG podcast. OMG. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Bye.